Hello. Good to be with you, and thanks for the invitation to join you once more. We are into September already. That's almost six months of podcasts, and it has been a pleasure, and will continue to be so, as we are intending to continue with the podcasts and phone line services for some time yet. The beauty of the podcast is you can hear it anywhere and at any time. We've heard of folk listening while walking the dog on a hill. Last week we heard someone listening to it while sailing up the west coast of Scotland. And these are good stories to hear because the gospel is not for church but for the world. And when we hear these sacred words in the world we are able to hear them differently. If you were to read the story of the Good Samaritan at the stores of Glasgow City Mission, you would hear them differently. And when you hear today's words about living in community while standing in our community, they take on different nuances. This might even become our local version of the BBC's travel show, or perhaps closer to Misadventures of Ramesh Raganathan. Anyway, hearing these words, outside and beyond the institution of the church, sometimes makes more sense of them, which is where we travel today. Where two or three are gathered, where neighbourhoods and parish, where poor and hungry and wealthy and comfortable, where roads meet and paths cross, where arguments happen and debate flows, where coffee is drunk and vegetables bought, where imagination shapes new worlds from the old, where something good comes out of the injustices of the past where words are used to speak of peace and hope and truth, where two or three are gathered, there shall grow the kingdom of God. When you hear the words, loving God, we give thanks. We will respond with the words for all you offer us. Let us turn our hearts and minds to God in prayer. Let us pray. Creator God, as the church doors open for the first time in over five months, we welcome a return to what is a bit familiar. Yet for some, the familiar is now the comforting and welcoming sound online through the podcast and video. However we move forward, We are grateful for being able to be involved in church through different media, hearing different voices each week, and find comfort in what it offers. Loving God, we give thanks for all you offer us. As the days become shorter and the nights draw in, we are beginning to see changes in the natural world around us. The fading of the summer flowers, the hedgerow and trees slowly turning from a lush green into their autumnal colours. Loving God, we give thanks for all you offer us. 
in a world where forgiveness and compassion can seem in short supply and it's easier to stay angry with each other rather than find the courage to talk. We need to remember your love and forgiveness extends to everyone and you set the example we must follow. Whatever we do and see, you welcome us back. Loving God, we give thanks for all you offer us. So today, wherever we are, we come to listen, to ask your forgiveness to give you thanks and to share in our time together. And now as a community in Christ, we say the Lord's Prayer as one voice. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Over the last couple of weeks, we have begun exploring Matthew's Gospel. And today we turn away from the parables to teaching for those early church members. And we have to remember the gospel stories were written for the early church, many years after Jesus' death and resurrection. And today's short passage tells us how to deal with conflict with another member of the church. In some ways, it is comforting to know that there has always been conflict in the church. It has and never will be perfect. Disagreements and arguments have caused schisms since the church began and will continue to do so in one way or another. In another way, it is sad that such disagreements happen, but we are all human. So here we're given a straightforward example of what to do in such cases. First, speak with the person who has wronged you. If they do not listen, take one or two others with you then take it to the church before finally ostracizing them if need be. However, it seems an odd solution given Jesus talks so much about forgiveness, which this passage leads into next week. Let us hear the reading in full now from Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 to 21. If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. 
for where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there will be conflict. Not quite the exact quote, but perhaps a more realistic experience. Don't you just love the Bible? For lots of reasons, of course, but for being honest. I mean, I would join the church that is shaped around these stories of failure. I'd join the church illustrated in these passages we read that admit to being less than their calling. Communities having problems, struggling with their humanity in this God-shaped, love-centred chaos of doing community. Let's rewind a tad and see where this passage has come from and then why it might be life for us today. But as we know, nothing in the Bible is randomly said. With most passages, there is a backstory, and today's backstory is Matthew's church, Matthew, the gospel writer's faith community, was having problems. This was a wee church in Antioch. They were growing away from their old identity as Jew and moving into what was becoming known as Christianity. It was quite an existential moment. Perhaps we are sensitive to that today, for we are having our own existential crisis, wondering who we are and what we are becoming. Matthew's community didn't find it easy I certainly hope they didn't, because it meant something to be Jew, and it meant something to be Christian, and changing from one to the other must have hurt, unless it meant nothing. But hardly had the church begun when it was falling out with itself. Oh joy, it's actually such a relief to say that. I don't know if you've ever watched the TV sitcom Cheers. I don't remember much being so young, of course, except the theme tune and the lines, making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everyone knows your name. Not sure a bar in a church basement would be everyone's cup of tea, though under coronavirus regulations at the moment, we would possibly get more folk in. However, it is the sentiment, the idea of being community. Matthew's church was finding it wasn't as simple as that. And they've remembered this story from Jesus' life because it spoke directly into their situation. That's why it's there. Because these gospel writers aren't historians and they aren't journalists who are simply reporting stuff that happened. They have a purpose why what is remembered is remembered. Matthew's community was struggling. But what we have here is not some programme of restoration. But what is being encouraged between the lines is an honest dialogue that speaks out against behaviour and decisions that harm others. It illustrates how we make room 
and hear and walk alongside those who are being disempowered, who are coming worse off, who are being made vulnerable, and for the whole community to notice and hear. It's a lesson for way beyond the church in the world. If we are rebuilding communities and economies and neighbourhoods, exploring what it means to be who we are now, it is these insights and lessons we are invited to hear. But, and here is the grace-filled beauty of this passage, if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. So it reads, Jesus said. Not the most welcoming verse and a dangerous verse. But who was it Jesus welcomed first into the kingdom, who he called down from trees and fed at tables? Gentiles and tax collectors. One of the Bible's beautiful ironies. Don't you love the Bible? Even because when it tries to be divisive, it stumbles into grace and compassion and love. So in our time, in this version of wondering who we are, the fallout of COVID and our divided communities, read the Bible story and you can't help but fall into grace and hope and a generous and gracious model for where two or three are gathered, doing community. Two or three. It is enough to fall out with each other. Two or three points of view, two or three prejudices, two or three fears, and is the making of a schism. But two or three ears to listen, two or three minutes to hear, two or three moments of respect to consider and debate, that is the making of community. Two or three shades of the same colour. Two or three courses to a meal. Two or three books in the Bible. Two or three states of water. Two or three in the Trinity of God. Diversity is a creative gift. Variety is a divine requirement. Two or three make a community. Its colour, its strength its ability to learn and grow. Two or three, enough to evolve and thrive, enough to flourish and bloom, enough to make space for two or three more, enough to say, where two or three are gathered, there I am among you. Let us come together once again in prayer. Let us pray. Loving God, we are and never will be perfect. Fallouts and disagreements are a commonplace in all walks of life between family, 
friends, colleagues and even strangers. However, you ask us to let go of the anger, resentment and bitterness this can cause over time. Today, may we find a way to forgive, to move forward and release those emotions that hold us back from following you. As we come back into the building to worship, may we remember those who do not feel able to do so, whose health precludes them from returning, who are still anxious about being in larger gatherings, and for whom returning will be a painful experience because of loss and bereavement. May we continue to support everyone in all situations and give them the time and space to be with you just where they are. Creator God, in this new month, may we find time to stop and see the wonder of your world and the colours and sounds and sights that surround us. May we find a place to just be, to give away to our resentments, our anxieties, our pain, and find a peace within you. And now in the silence, we bring our own prayers to you. Prayers for those who need your guidance and love. In the silence, hear us. These are our prayers for your church today. Amen. May we go now further into community and where just two or three carry grace and generosity, there will be the kingdom and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. For letting us be with you today. Thanks. Thanks always. <clears throat> For letting us be with you today. Thanks. We always hope the community we are continually shaping, for it is never an end point but a continual journey, that, that community is always moving closer to being like the kingdom. And we're doing that in more creative ways now. Yes, church services have begun again, but our community is mainly online or phone calls, and you can meet us there at nkchurch.org.uk. There you will find podcasts and YouTube services, daily prayer, projects, Zoom groups, Zoom day school, and a bundle of other things. If you would like to come to church services in the sanctuary, and you feel safe in doing so, we invite you to phone the church office on 0141 to book a pew by the Thursday evening of the week you wish to attend and we will call you back on the Friday to confirm. But our worship remains here as a podcast and on the phone and it is a delight to see you. Well, I can't see you, which is always a shame. One day soon, hopefully. But we hope to join you again next time, wherever and whenever that might be. Take care and stay safe.